Gomez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland. It is me, and you, and Deke, and uh, the rest of you can have to introduce yourselves, because I don't know who's watching. Actually, I might go and have a little looky for you, all right, Deke? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am uh, tickety-boo. I'm not wearing any pants, but I do have green Puma socks on. I am also not wearing any pants. <laughs> it's all right though, because the camera cuts here. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. Lovely. No stress. Oh, we got we got size there. What news is gonna get? What news is getting us triggered today? We don't we don't do triggering news, how do you? So. No. And uh, Nick is there. Hi, chat. We are. Uh, are we? Are you ready for some podcasty goodness? Making up words—that's what confused me. Uh, you're there, and uh, Pete Colson is there. Rice to see you. To see you, Rice. Not a lot. Nice. Ah, Stan in no doubt sunny Vancouver, and uh, Brady's banana says timber tree axe. Hmm. Has he signed yet, man from my axe? He hasn't signed yet, but everyone's just going to do the pitbull song, isn't it? Really. I'm yelling timber. That one. I don't know. Oh. oh she's guffed. My cat is rotting on the inside and she's guffed again. The dirty strumpet. Uh, Rudy is there up the gunners. Paul Nell, not Neil, is there. Already says hello to Phil. And Jim Eaves is there as well. BX, hello. Ah, right. Uh, if I don't pass out from the smell of my cat rotting, uh, we will get on with the show. Right, this is just a half-hour podcast about the us just going, oh, that's lovely, about Mr. Kai Havertz. Steve, what's the first thing you remember ever hearing about Mr. Havertz? Well, I'm sure everybody wants to hear a massive long story about how much I adore him on Football Manager, but I think everybody's pretty much on the ball when it comes to that point now. But I've been following him since by Leverkusen, really enjoyed him. I think he's a brilliant player. There we go. Sats up on the screen. Loving it. Had a fantastic season. Um, kind of back-to-back as well. Um, and he plays in the midfield role. That's what he did for Bayer Leverkusen. He played in the, the kind of centre midfield, so just behind the striker. Um, but obviously, maybe that will be changing with another stat thing here playing alongside so doing the kind of the jackerel so i'm interested uh we've got another left-footed uh central attacking midfielder which is interesting we've got two um so so there we are but yeah i absolutely loved him but by leverkusen was absolutely gutted when he made the move to chelsea um but ended up winning um the champions league for him and the was it was it the club the world club world cup trophy i think it was I'm not sure. winner in the the champions league he which did, i forgot yeah yep. yeah so um yeah, I uh, he's a big player. He's a big he's a big game player. He's a guy that doesn't shy away from anything. He gets involved. He's got you know City six foot four, so he's got the ability to hold the ball. He's got the most goals he scores with his head. And uh, you know we've got the ability to place uh, play the ball up to somebody if need be, which is I'm sure we won't do that. But the options are there. The options are available. I'm really happy about it. 
I only remember signing going back to his um, his career, which is a good, 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 good. There you go. If I forget, it's Havertz is a G. Lots of Gs in our save thing. I remember when Chelsea bought him because they bought Havertz, they bought Pulisic, and they bought um, Zajic all roughly oh, yeah. about the same time within a year of each other or yes. might all been in the same window to come and join in the next window and i remember thinking wow that is a young dynamic italian um uh Zayich is a little bit old i think he's 30 now but um back then he probably would have been in his, his mid mid to late 20s and i then thinking wow that is they've really gone out and bought some of the best young talent yeah, attack wise in 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 the europe's big leagues yeah. And he's going to come there and he's going to do wonders. But because yep. of the position they played him, they, they essentially tried to play him in the Lukaku role, didn't they? Yeah, well, they had a Chelsea still in the position of not really having a an out-and-out striker. Mm. They, they re-signed Lukaku um, a number of years ago for obscene money and then loaned him back last season. So they I don't know what they're doing in regards to strikers. So they used Havertz. He can play that role, but that's not the role that he's that he you know made his name and and did really well by Leverkusen. So he kind of plays just off the striker as a shadow striker, really is the mm. his terminology. Um, and uh, we're going to be playing him in a slightly even slightly different uh, formation. But I will I will say one thing. I know that we played a, a particular way last season with Jacker playing that left eight, but maybe Arteta could only play a particular uh, in a particular way that he wanted to play that fat fitted around Jacker. So maybe there's going to be an evolution here with a step up to step four with Arteta's plan. And he's going to be slightly tweaking how the things work in the midfield. And maybe Havertz is the, is the perfect perfect uh, jigsaw, jigsaw piece for the puzzle. Maybe. I wouldn't be, would be surprised if he was. Yeah, I'm trying to find out when they, um, when they bought Pulisic because they bought... They bought, um, just looking at the Chelsea, in 2021, they bought Zayic and they bought... Um, Havertz, uh, Havertz was September 2020, and um, Zayic was July 2020. So I can't find out where um, Pulisic. He must have really been there. Zayic, uh, apparently, Zayic's uh, deal to the Saudi leagues is off because of an un, uh, unknown knee injury. Yeah, he he's got a bit of. He's got a, uh, an injury, a niggle, hasn't he? So he's uh, the deal's been cancelled. So unlucky, Chelsea. <laughs> Uh, they bought Pulisic in 2019. Either way, that that was a very promising forward line, um, someone to supply them with goals, and it hasn't worked out. Now, when mm. he comes to to play for the mighty Arsenal, on the on the screen, people, we have the the usual back four from last season, and then we have Rice in the party role, Erdegaard on the right, and Havertz on the left. Is that where you see him playing? Yeah, I I, I thought potentially he might. Uh, well, he's got the ability to play out on in uh, Saka's role. So he's got the ability to, to allow Saka rest. Um, he can play up top as well as a as a false nine. Um, but I think probably left eight is where we're going to play. But as I said, I think it's really going to be slightly different this season with how Arteta is going to be displaying his team. And I think Havertz is the guy that's going to be doing their job. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Havertz. I think he's got incredible hold-up play. He's kind of like if Ozil had a child with Olivier Giroud and mm. kind of like that really tall hold-up play assist maker. That's kind of what I think he's going to become. And yeah, he hasn't been very good at Chelsea, but then I don't think the entire Chelsea squad's been very good for a number of years. So comparing him to what his time at Bayer Leverkusen to how he's been at Chelsea, I think I think, I think the fact that we got him for such a cheap deal, and I know it's the second biggest in Arsenal's history as of the moment, but I think we've got ourselves an incredible player at a steal of a price, and I'm very looking forward to seeing him getting involved. 
<clears throat> yes, so am I. Uh, Simon makes a good point. Timo Werner, that was another one they signed in, in the, the similar windows. Maybe yes, that's the one I was that, thinking of. And that's that striker issue again, isn't it? You know, they let um, him go. No one has been any good. Yeah, they only won the Champions League a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're absolutely at the moment. Uh, Stan, our very own Stan, says, haven't heard a single person connected to Chelsea say they're sad to see him go or he'll make us stronger. They do say that he goes missing in games a lot. Do do you remember if he played against Arsenal this season? I'm going to go and have a little little look and see if he did. I think he did. He said in his post-game interview that obviously he's played against Arsenal for Chelsea, whether it be this season or last season. Um, uh, he played the one nil at their place uh, as an attacking midfielder, and they lost one nil. And he played sixty four minutes, and the return leg. Oh, he played as a centre forward, and we smashed them three one at home. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I, I can't wait to see what he can do. Um, I think the fact that Chelsea have done so badly is how we managed the game. So. Yes, they are having a clear out and they don't give a damn about the expense of how much money they are losing out. And Lukaku's coming back because Inter Milan can't afford him. He doesn't want to go to AC Milan and he doesn't, hasn't got a bucket and spade and he's beach ball and he's flip-flops. Not sliders, people. They're flip-flops. They are to, go, to go and, and play in the sand for three years and, and do all of that lot. So, uh, yeah, people are just saying, Stan says, uh, so for four years, Chelsea didn't use him correctly. Okay. Well, what would you I- have to say to that? I appreciate what you're saying, Stan. I know Stan's got slightly different opinions to me with uh, with Kai Havertz. I'm trying to look at it as a positive point of view. And yeah, he hasn't been very good. But I'm thinking that maybe if Arteta can get a tune out of Erdegaard, probably one of the most uh, you good know point. hyped up young kids that went to Real Madrid at 16, only 80, uh, earning £80,000 a week, he didn't get the, hit the ground running. He's been under Arteta now for a couple of years and now we've turned him into the Arsenal captain and one of the best attacking midfielders in the Premier League, uh, possibly, you know, in contention with Kevin De Bruyne, who's easily the best attacking midfielder in the world. So I appreciate what you're saying, Stan, but I'm going to try and remain positive. If Arteta wants him and Arteta sees a plan with him, then I'm very happy. And he's a big fan and I'm a big fan of his. So we'll see what happens. We've got a disgruntled uh, viewer, a procrastinating Womble, ABW in daytime hours. I call shenanigans. This type of behaviour is frowned upon. Well, I um, went to Audi today to pick up the child's new car, uh, an Audi A3, a 23 plate. She's over the moon. I hate new cars. And then I was sitting there with, with, with Sean's mum, and we were just, uh, she said, no, let's uh, talk about Arsenal. And I went, oh, Arsenal signed Pat Rice. And then she went, Pat Rice? I went, no, Declan Rice. And the bloke stuck his head out the door and went, did somebody say Pat Rice? I said, yeah. He went, it's not often I hear Pat Rice. Only another gooner, wasn't it? He said, do you listen to any podcasts? He said, no. I said, what's your favourite player? He said, Dennis Bergkamp. I didn't know what to say. So Sean's mum went, his podcast is called a Bergkamp Wonderland. But I couldn't have given two shits. Uh, but we did get free coffee, though, which is uh, which is nice when you're spending 26 grand on a car. So uh, Aaron says, Anoj says, he has similarities to someone like, Erd- I read that as a spina first. I know that would have been a nightmare. Uh, a post-hype wonder kid, which is the point you were just making. Very good, Pete Colson. Question: Is Kai the sign? Is the Kai signing a death blow for Eddie? Can't see him getting many minutes this season. Now, it's different positions, isn't it? I mean, Eddie's never going to play in the uh, the what will forever be known the Jacker role. But Habits can play in the striker role. So mm. when Arteta wants to slightly change things up. I think he'll probably lean towards Havertz in that number eight role 
uh, and maybe squeeze Emil Smith Rowe, uh, Emma Smith, Emil Smith Rowe into the Jacarate. Um, so who knows? But so that it, Peter Coulson might be onto something. Um, I, for one, am not going to lose any sleep over Eddie and Ketty not getting as many games. Hmm. Any chance that Eddie's going to go? I know this is we're only really talking about Havertz for this, but while he's here, his head is while he's popped his head up. What do you reckon? I don't think so. I think Balogun's really put across that he doesn't want to stay um, in any capacity. And even to run down his contract, I don't think he's very interested to even come back to Arsenal for pre-season to even kind of show what he can do in this team. I don't know, uh, you know, but that's what I'm hearing. So uh, on Twitter, that's what I'm reading on Twitter. But who knows? Who knows? But it, it all depends on Balogun. If Balogun stays, then Eddie maybe goes. And if Balogun uh, goes, then Eddie maybe stays. We'll see what happens. Rudy says, I was also surprised that Arteta wanted Havertz. I think he could become very a very good addition in this Arsenal team under Arteta's guide. Uh, Wally says, flow starting, staying will be the death of Eddie. Yep. Sai says, based on last season, Leo Trossard was ahead of Eddie. Very yeah, true. that's true. That's, a, that's another player. Yep. Barry Douglas. Hey, guys, hope you're right. Now, Wally made an import, interesting point up here. Kai mm. Havertz made the second most number of runs into the box in the league. Imagine Kai instead of Xhaka in those positions, because we did see quite a lot last season. Xhaka would get the ball in those positions, and he a few times shit the bed, didn't he? Because it's not his job. Exactly. It's not his job. He, You know, he had to kind of fill that particular role, was asked to play that role by Arteta, um, and came back, as we said, a little bit lighter and a little bit stronger. And he did a fantastic job in that position. But it's not the position that he's familiar with. Um, I'm just trying to find a tweet that I sent out a while ago in regards to that. And there was about five or six particular statistics. Oops, sorry. Um, and I've got it here. So let me try and send this to you now. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you can use it. Do I, can I send, shall I send you on Twitter? Is that Twitter easy yeah, for you? Yeah, Twitter DM, DM me it. Okay, yeah. I will Twitter DM you that particular statistic. Um, so you can check it up on the screen. It talks about runs, attacking runs, runs, challenging backline, runs targeted by pass, and then total distance of runs as well. Um, and comparing him to everybody in the Premier League doing the same similar stuff. Um, but basically, he's in the very, very top, 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 top percentile when it comes to off the ball runs. And playing that, um, obviously, we'll keep calling it the Xhaka role until we figure out really what it is. But the left eight, he's, uh, he's a fantastic player off the ball. So it's going to be very interesting to see what he can do in an Arsenal side where there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, pressure put on positive pressure put on in that particular area to see what he can do. So I don't know if you got the tweet, you can chuck it up and then we uh, can yes. have a look at the whole stat. Because uh, Twitter is a twat, they like to save things as um, PNG underscore large, which does yeah. not help the situation at all. No worries. Um, but he, yeah, he uh, as said here by. Uh, uh, I'm Chan, Chanda, Channa, Channa. Sorry, I've Anoush. completely ruined your name. Anuj, sorry, completely, absolutely brutalised your name there. But here we go. Yeah, we've got the stats up. So you're completely right. He is an, an elite and a very intelligent player. I think uh, I think Arteta will get uh, an incredible tune out of him. But there we go. So we've got the stats up. This is what I tweeted out when we were basically um, on the verge of potentially even getting him to, you know, confirm the deal and everything like that. So, but here we go. So runs second in the Premier League, attacking runs third. Runs challenging the back line is fifth. So, you know, he's got he's got very good work ethic. He's got a great engine on him. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be constantly just keeping everybody on their toes. Uh, and then we've got runs targeted by pass and then total distance of runs. So second and second again. As I said, top percentile when it comes to off the ball movement. 
So and we and we know that he's got incredible hold up play. We know that he's got a great eye for a pass. And once again, as I said, we've got another left uh, left footed uh, central attacking midfielder. So be interesting to see how him and Erdegaard get to go. And I can also see when when corners. Oh, oh my foot's killing me. Ow, ow, ow. That's what you get from not wearing shoes. Uh, I can see in corners that it's been said that he is really good at clearing corners, whilst defensively good at corners, attacking-wise, whether it's going to be up at the far post, nod it down for someone else to go and put it in, or at the near post and then uh, getting it up in the air again and then moving it on to somewhere else. And then we can also see, like you were saying earlier, that, that if, if Jesus does go on a wonder, Jesus mm-hmm. will be more than happy to drop down into that left eight Mm-hmm. And Havertz to go straight up up front when they've got something like that. They're, he's quick. How quick is he? Is he very quick? Yeah, he's quick. He's quick. He's quick. He's got oh, he's got those giraffe that. legs. Um, he's a quick boy. Yeah, I I actually go no, no yeah that one that one that, that one that one. Yes. So as you guys know, I'm really big into Football Manager. Sky Sports have used Football Manager statistics before on players to show uh, the sort of stats visually, so you can kind of get a guess as to what they're really good at and what they're not. Um, and this is his stats just before, this is 2020. This is just before he made his move to Chelsea. He was still playing for Bayer Leverkusen. As you can see, he's classed as a wonder kid on foot manager. And he was one of my favourite wonder kids for many, for many, many years. Um, and, uh, oh, he's only six foot one there. He's still growing. He's still growing. He's still a growing boy. Um, that's funny to, funny to see. But yeah, as you can see, he's got fantastic vision, technique. His composure is incredible. We see that when the big games. I know, I know Stan said he goes missing in games, but I think the whole Chelsea squad went missing in games. But, you know, he's a guy that gets involved. His first touch is incredible. He's got the pace. You see that? 17 pace. So these statistics are all out of 20. So uh, 17 out of 20 is, you know, top percentile. Um, he looks brilliant. You know, he's, 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 a, he's a big, tall, strong guy who's got really good technique and uh, got really great pace. So if you show the picture up of what he looks like now, playing for Chelsea. So this is how football manager have seen him progressed since he's been at Chelsea. As you can see, obviously the, you know, the value and stuff like that. He's probably one of the most valuable players in football manager at the moment on the latest version anyway. So as you can see, um, he's, he's increased, he's increased his finishing. He's got much better with his finishing, his decision-making, his composure and everything. He's kept all of that, his technique and, and vision. But what he's done is he's, he's bettered at all the, um, some other statistics as well. His teamwork, his anticipation, He's, I think adding someone like this this particular player with these particular stats, I think he's going to just flourish in an Arteta side, playing Arteta ball. I can't wait. It is definitely going to be interesting. And and we all, we all do know that uh, FIFA is not real life, people. No, Fine. FIFA a foot manager is not real life. But as I said, Sky Sports have used them before, foot manager statistics, just to kind of show things visually. So they, they believe it to be an accurate representation. And where is the... Uh, there we go. Just for anybody who may be thinking we don't know, uh, FIFA, scrolling across the bottom of the screen, FIFA is not real life. Jeff Arsenal, remember him? Remember Jeff Arsenal? Vaguely remember him. Vaguely. I don't um, follow him, but yeah. Uh, everyone else on the planet follows him. Um, well, comments, what, do, what have we got in here? Uh, oh, is scroll down flow uh, based on the... That's no... Uh, ah, and uh, technically, he's... Oh, we've done that. That's what we're up to. Wally says, what do we think about Flo's tweet yesterday? It's time. I don't know. He put up a tweet of a down glass um, hinting towards something. It could. See, the thing is, now that he plays for the United States, he, he's going to get absolute huge endorsement deals with like Nike and everyone. So it's it's probably something to do with that. I don't think it's anything to do with Arsenal. We'll see. 
Yeah, he didn't score on his first game, scored on his second game. And I think yesterday they, yeah, they played St. Kitts and Nevis. They beat them 6-0. And the Colombian scored, I think, three or four goals for the USA. That would have been a lovely game for Balogun to come in and uh, Stapad. And if he'd have scored three or four goals, that means he'd have had uh, five goals in three games. But, yep. uh, you know, the Americans, they love their stats, their numbers. But, yeah, that's a bit of a play. So Pete says, bit random, when Tierney leaves, who will replace him in the We Got Mikhail Teta song? Uh, been keeping up at me up at night, that one. I, I've i not heard a single thing about Tierney leaving. I know that there was a bit of... There was a bit of stuff rumbling at the start of what well, towards the end of the season that maybe even Newcastle were going in for him, but I've not heard a single thing. The Tierney stuff has gone silent. It may pick thing. It may pick up again when we're looking to get rid of players to make a make a push for maybe one or two players at the end of the window because I think that's probably what will happen. We'll sign Timber once the rice is confirmed. We'll sign Timber, and then we'll kind of go on a little bit of a break because we're trying to find that that other other backup central midfielder. I saw rumours today. I can never pronounce his name, but the Real Madrid midfielder, uh, Tukamani. Tukamani? That'll do. That's the one. Tukamani yeah. is being linked on a loan with a possible buy from Real Position. Madrid. Uh, so I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's a central midfielder, right? No sure idea. Hold on. Let me... Uh, what are you doing? Uh, Barry Douglas says, I've got, a, I've got a good feeling about Havertz. Uh, NGL, are you guys optimistic? We both are. Deke is excited and optimistic, and I'm optimistic. I think by now, Arsenal fans should realise, don't have a go at Edu when he's barbecuing. He's barbecuing with one hand. He's making deals on his phone behind his back with the other hand. And then That's Arteta it. knows what he's doing. Some some players haven't worked out just yet, but they're new. And these players are going to come straight into the first team and they're going to be playing Rice and Havertz. will be playing in the first team for the first game of the season. They will be there if Xhaka leaves, which I still hope he doesn't leave. But yeah, don't worry about any of that lot. Plus he'll get a few others. What's your, what are you going to say? I've got the Tukamani. Um, so yeah, he's a ball winner. He's a ball winning midfielder. So it's they're, they're, I'm guessing that they're probably umming up about the possibility of maybe getting him in as, in a, in a, as opposed to uh, Lavia from Southampton. Because as much as I really like him, I'm not happy with the fact that Man City have still got that £40 million buyout possibility for next season. Mm. So if Lavia is good and he turns out to be a really great acquisition for Arsenal, Man City can just go, oh, he's £40 million. So maybe Arsenal are looking at other options and, and uh, uh, Tukumani is an option because they've still got the connections from Real Madrid from the, from the Odegaard deal and, uh, you know, they're doing all right without him, so maybe maybe this is another option. And it is quite obvious that a lot of players want to come and play for Arsenal because it's in London. They want to play yep. for Arteta because he is the future yep. until he leaves Arsenal, and then he is no longer the future. And it's just an all-round positive, exciting, wonderful place to be at the moment, which is uh, which is fantastic. Agreed. So uh, we've got any other points? Uh, Phil said we've got to sell a few players to make up some sales. They will do that, but it's in the meantime, it's more about getting stuff done. And then once we've got the players in that we want, before we had to sell players to be able to get in players. Now we're just yeah. going, with, well, we're having all these players, and yeah. then we're going to sell some players after. So we'll be the club going, well, if you want this player, we we've, we we don't need the money because we've already got our big ones in, so you're going to have to pay what we want. We're in a different place now, aren't we? It's crazy. In every single way, we're in a totally different place. We're signing players now, we'll sell, and at the end of the window, we'll maybe sign one more. Maybe attacking player, but who knows? 
Rudy says, Balogun, Xhaka, probably Party are the ones I expect to leave. Maybe Katie if we get a massive offer for him, possibly. I wonder what a massive offer is, like 30, 40 million. Would that be considered a massive yeah. offer? Yeah. Uh, I think that's a realistic offer is 30. Yeah, a good so. offer is 40 and a massive would be 50. Maybe 35, I think we might get. I don't want him to leave. Katie, if you're watching, don't leave. We need you. Just just for when it snows and you, you carry your bags. Beat yeah. says, I think Havertz signing will either be a struggle genius or spectacular failure. Has Arteta taken a huge risk on him? I don't think so. Um, I think every player you sign is a huge risk, even if it's a Bamiyang from Borussia Dortmund. Every player is a huge risk. Okay, you know, Havertz has got Premier League experience now, which is going to bode very well for him. But I think every player is a risk, Danny. I don't know about you, but anything could go wrong with a player. It could just not work. He could not have the right mentality. But I I think Arsenal are doing their due diligence with a lot of players now. They're signing players with the correct mentality, that family mentality, and even Havertz used that word, that terminology, in his intro interview for the Arsenal. He said that the players have got a family mentality. So he understands it. He wants it. That's why Declan Rice is moving to the Arsenal. He's just had a newborn child. He wants to stay in London for his kid and his family. Arsenal player. Arsenal is now a family mentality football club, and that's why you see them so united. Um, so I, you know, any player could be bad, but I think Arteta's gonna gonna be uh, looking very good after this. Yes. Yeah, see, when um, when Havertz was playing in Germany, he probably was on maybe thirty, forty thousand pound a week. Yep. And then Chelsea come in and go, oh, by the way, would you? Uh, we'll pay you an absolute fortune if you want. Um, I'm trying to find his... Uh, I think uh, on the football manager, it says 150,000. That it was on at Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. So when you've got, you're going you're gonna to jump from 30 or 40 grand to 150 grand, you're going to go. And you're not even going to say, well, I demand to do this. But when you're at Chelsea and you then you're going to get paid roughly the same money at Arsenal, you're only really going to move if it's going to be good for you. You're not moving for money. Yeah. And so he's probably going to go, well, I'd like to go and play him at a position that I'm best at. And he'll probably have a VHS of his time at Leverkusen under his arm that he's going to bring to, to Arteta. They'll have a look at it and then um, then they'll sign him. Uh, Pete says, if Granite and Party do leave, do we still need to say Lavaya-type signing despite having already spent 200 million quid? Yes. Yeah, yes. definitely do. So uh, we need cover. Yep. Uh, and Pete Colson. We've got Champions League football, guys. We've got Champions League football. We're not just in the Prem. It's not just domestic football. We've got a t- we've got Champions League back. We need we need we need uh we need strength from the first team. We need to bring in um reinforcements that can do the job now. Stan says Tierney is heavily considering going back to Celtic, which I think would be a backward step. That's a yes. that's an awful move. They ain't got the money for it. I mean, what did we pay them? Twenty three million or something for him? Yeah, it, I think that's. I think that if that's true, then Tierney's looking at a nostalgia thing, and just maybe he's missing home. I, I that would be an absolutely bonkers move. Tierney could get himself a huge contract um, if he run his one out at Arsenal, or if he got a move, he'd get himself a good contract. So I don't know about that. So we are all agreed that it is a is a bloody good move for him. It's a good move for Arsenal, and it's. Um, I think we might have paid a little bit too much because Chelsea didn't want him. No one else was in for him. So did they end up paying something like ninety million because uh, they, the con- the clauses that he'd have had would be win the Champions League and he won the Champions League, and uh, yes, yeah, so there's a cost him an absolute fortune for us. So what did we pay? Did we pay? 45 plus 20 in add-ons or something i can't remember i what thought it was. it was 60 plus 5 in add-ons yeah. um because yeah because it's kind of like the rice deal it's 100 plus 5 on add-ons 
Um, You know, Arsenal are looking great right now, but we've still got no real proof that we're going to win the Premier League. So we can't really add that as an add-on. And I'm guessing that's what uh, where the issues were. Um, the right still is literally just how it's going to be broken down with regards to West Ham want it done in within two years and we want it done in four, the payment scheme. So who knows how the Havertz uh, deal is broken up? Because I always find it funny when people rant and rave on Twitter about deals and stuff like that. For example, the Pepe deal. We pay for that deal over five, six years. Like I know it's still a lot of money, but we didn't just go here 72 million out of bank account. We've been paying that for years. <laughs> We're still paying it now. <laughs> So in his last season for Leverkusen, uh, he scored 12 goals and six assists. The season before that, 17 goals and three assists. What sort of numbers do you reckon Premier League-wise he might achieve this coming season? I think if he does what we think he can do, I think he's going to be double figures for assists and maybe even close to double uh, figures, maybe like eight goals. So I'll probably go like 12 assists, eight goals, something like that. That would be my guess. I think if we can really get him going, I think that's what we'll get out of him. Jolly good. I think that sounds sounds about right. Uh, yeah, because he made his debut in for Leverkusen when he was only 17 years old in that season. He scored four goals and four assists in only 24 games, which of 15 were starts. So we all have high hopes for him. And uh, I think there you go. That's 29 minutes that we've done. There's uh, lots of you watching. If you are new, do it. Give it a thumbs up. Maybe give it a little tickle of the uh, of the subscribe if you're new. Uh, I've been going mad on Twitter. We've had 2,000 new followers on Twitter in the last two months because they've now, un- before you used to follow 50 people on Twitter and then they would block your account. Now you follow as many as you want. They don't give a damn. And so uh, we're following absolutely loads. So if you are new, go and follow us on Twitter at the AFC podcast, and we will definitely follow you back. Uh, so what's up next then? Well, who do you reckon the next one through the door? Is it going to be Rice or is it going to be uh, Timber? Uh, it'll be it'll be the man himself, the fluffy man, the fluffy Rice. Um, I sent Danny a picture of white rice earlier, um, which I didn't get much of a response from. I think it's because it is a kind of a dad joke, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. No, there I really was enjoyed some response. Our very what? own Josh was trying to find a picture of Wes Brown taking on Declan Rice, and he couldn't. And and Stan Stan had a reply to it as well, which was uh, I can't remember what Stan's was, but I did give it a little like, Stan. Uh, we had, yeah, we had some some replies. Uh, this is the best. Says oh, did you post Andy. it on Twitter? Did you post it on Twitter? I didn't. One of somebody oh. has. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, someone's put. What's everyone's favourite rice? Mine's is. And it did that happen at the same time that you sent it to me? So I thought it was you that tweeted it. No, no, no. Really? Okay, that's spooky. That's real spooky. It's I just sent it to you because it was a funny shenanigans. Go. Oh, well, there you go. Thank Carl for that. And because it was uh, it was wonderful. That's right, spooky. people. We are all done. I am very excited to get Kai Havertz playing. Deke is over the moon. He's done a little, there's a little puddle underneath his desk. And my cat, Betty, is uh, guffing. Right. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. We will be back for another half-hour transfer show for every single player we do. We will do one show per person. And for the big players who leave, we will do one half-hour show per person that leaves as well. So all there is left for me to do is say thank you very much to everybody in the chat. You have been decidedly average. Mm. And Deke, you've been magnificent. Yeah, so the chat have been a 6.5. Foot manager, I've been a good 7.8. It's been a blast. But uh, yes, come on, Everts, man. 
fucking worth signing. If they are lucky. Right, uh, where are going to go now? Here is the outro. Steve and Dave, we will see you later. Come on, you gunners. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.